Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you. I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care. Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies. They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches. Urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient. And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance, including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com. Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home. House calls are back and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. Let's talk small business. I'm Windsor Dalton, a digital content and branding creator. And I'm Sasha Lavinka, a small business owner and digital ad junkie. We're best friends. Pulling back the curtain to all things small business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Small Business. Welcome. I'm sitting here in my robe at Windsor's because we (laughs) just took a mini photo shoot at his house. A mini photo shoot and this week we're going to be talking about something that <clears throat> I think Sasha and I, a lot of creative people and just people in general, but Sasha and I specifically both have had issues with this in the last like month, which is getting inspired. Yeah. And I think for small business owners, especially more creative businesses, when you're doing the same thing day in and day out for so long, it gets really hard to stay inspired and feel like what you're doing is different and exciting. So we're both going to tell some kind of experiences we've had, um, some like tips and tricks that we think help you kind of move past it. And then also give you some um, easy kind of DIY tips and tricks also of making quick and easy content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really hard, especially when you're a one-person operation, to get inspired because it's like you're dealing with, my mom calls them like the fleas of life mm-hmm. every day. It's, it's such like, a good expression. It's so true because it's like these things that are just, you have to check them off your your list of things to do no one else is going to do it unless you hire an intern but if you're by <laughs> if you if you're by yourself it's like okay i wake up i have to do this this and this check emails do my order i have to like call my vendors place orders plan my marketing calendar like all this shit that you have to do yeah and on top of that be inspired to create more things and come up with like great ideas mm mm-hmm. And sometimes it really just, you get bogged down. And that's how I've been feeling, honestly, up until like, what, last week? Yeah. I also just think it's one of those things in life where it's like, it's easier to tell your friend which dress looks better on her than it is yourself. And it's easier to tell somebody which, you know, couch or pillow they would put in their house versus like telling yourself. Um, so 
what I try to do a lot of times is like take myself out of the situation and sorry if you hear growling that's that's <laughs> gonna be lady she's trying to be a part a podcaster with us lady do you want to say hello to anybody Oh, I thought she'd growl. Anyway, but I try to take myself out of those situations and just kind of think like, okay, if this wasn't me and my vanity's not involved, which I think that's a huge thing because like you're putting your name, sometimes your face on it. So I think if you take yourself out and just think like, I've got to do a sale and I got to take pictures. Mm -hmm. Like if I was doing this for somebody else, what would my idea be? Mm -hmm. Um but I think if you're getting <clears throat> stuck, even getting to the point of being inspired, a lot of times what I'll do is just stop for my personal brand or for other people that I work with. If I'm not feeling like I have an idea or something, I'll just stop everything I'm doing, like close my computer and I will go to my Apple Music and just start being like, what are some of my favorite songs right now? Yeah. I listen to those and I think like, are there any common themes in any of these songs? Like, is it pop heavy? Is it spooky? Is it whatever? And then I will sometimes get on TikTok and then I'll also go to my uh, saved section on Instagram. Oh yeah. So like pictures and videos that I've saved on Instagram. And then I'll go through and just look at like normal things that make me inspired on a day-to-day -day basis that I'm maybe not thinking of on like a whole project level. So I look at that and then before I know it, I'm like, wait, this was so cool. Like I could do something like this or like we actually have a picture just like this or like this song would be perfect for this. And I stop and then I start kind of getting the train moving again. Yeah. Remember when we lived in Beverly Hills next door to each other and we <laughs> yeah. would walk to South Beverly Drive and go to the iconic Al's newsstand, which if you don't know, look it up, because it's really cool. Mm -hmm. We actually met the the, the Al. Al. We yeah. met Al. He's awesome. Yeah, I think I have a I photo. I think it's still there too. Oh, it is? I'm pretty sure I saw someone on Instagram at it not too long ago. Oh, yeah. well, Al's had the best magazines that you could not get anywhere else. He yeah. had uh, Vogue Italia, he had V Magazine, Purple Magazine, all of these incredible magazines, fashion, design, architecture, even his old Playboys, which yeah. you love the Playboys. I know, I bought so many vintage Playboys from him. So we'd go there and we just buy these magazines. Sometimes they were expensive, like 30 bucks a pop, but it didn't mm -hmm. matter because they were so good. I still have a stack of them in my oh, house. I've never thrown any. I shipped all of mine from California to here. I oh, didn't yeah. throw a single one away. They're incredible. And I have in my office, like, <clears throat> I don't change it out as much anymore. But when I was doing, like, a ton of graphic design stuff all the time, I would get my magazines, and I have a lot of them shipped to me. And I would go through, and I would just anything I liked. If it was a picture, if it was an ad, if it was a font, I would just rip the page out and I tape it to the wall. And I have mm -hmm. a whole wall in my office dedicated to just like inspiration. Yeah. Um, but Matt, hey Matt, if you're listening, I remember at my very first job at Tucker Blair, I had never, I had done like a little bit of graphic design stuff in college, like in internships and things, but I definitely was not like a, you know, taking graphic design classes and things like that. That wasn't my major. 
And I remember when I got to Tucker Blair, we were working part time with a designer. So like I could go in and change the color or something after she sent us the file or like we could reuse something and swap out the picture or whatever. And then she moved on to like a full time job somewhere and it was just me. And I remember being so excited to do this, but I will never forget we were sending like a, it was, I don't know, Christmas email or whatever it was. And I opened up Photoshop and put in the dimensions we needed. And I remember just looking at it and it's a white, it's like a white screen. It's just a blank screen. And I remember being like, oh my God, like I've never done anything from scratch. And it was the craziest thing. Cause I was like, I was on the one hand excited. Cause I was like, I can literally do anything I want. And then on the other hand, I was like, wait, how do I even start with this? But same thing. I just stopped and I was like, okay, well, let me think of a font. Let me think of a picture, whatever. And I remember Matt used to do the same thing with magazines. We always had like bazillions of magazines in the office. And he would say, he would be like, (laughs) he would be like, these people have huge teams, um, you know, of 15 designers and editors and all these things. So like they're obviously going to have the best system. Mm -hmm. So look at what they do and like just take inspiration from it. And I remember this maybe is not the best advice, but it helped me at least understand the guidelines of things for emails and graphic design a little bit better, I think, for the, the market we were in. But he would be like, you know what? Just go on there and like copy a layout. Yeah. And he would be like, I want it so exact that the only thing that's different is the images. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like drawing or coloring by number or whatever, where it's like when you're set in the guidelines, you do realize a little more. You're like, oh, I can, I can do this. And doing that a couple times, you learn patterns, you learn like, okay, this should be the biggest thing, this should be the smallest thing, this should be first, whatever. And it, and it really helps, but I think the whole jumping off point was just like, where do I even get started from here? Oh, yeah. And doing that made it so much easier. It's so true, and to your point, um, that's why I love to look at old emails from brands. Mm-hmm. And I make TikToks about this, I talk about it on my Instagram. And I show people, I said, okay, like, look at this brand's email, subscribe to them, and just use it as a template. If you think about Shopify, they have templates for Mm -hmm. websites. So there's a bunch of different brands using the same template, but they're just plugging in different images. Yeah. Another thing that I think works in, like, multiple facets of your life, but... Figuring out what you don't want when Mm -hmm. you're not inspired too is important because I think that helps you just identify your brand a little better. So I've had times with personal things or with like people's Instagrams that I run or email marketing platforms that I run and I'll get uninspired and I'll go through my whole email list of all the promotional emails I got that day. And I can look at half of them and be like, this is definitely not what I want to do and same thing like for me at least everybody's different but like it's just like a little bit of wind in the flag it's like getting that momentum just Mm -hmm. helps your brain start to fire and people I think this is at least in the creative world for small business owners or people that have to do this Mm -hmm. being creative is not like 
mowing your yard or doing a spreadsheet or something that is like, you know, an A, B, and C process. And it's very emotionally draining and like creatively draining to have to do something creative and cool every single day. Yeah. And it really is like a muscle that you have to work to be able to do it. But that's where like I've gotten with so many things. It's like you have to have times where you're getting super creative and thinking out of the box. And then once you kind of find something you like, you can turn on autopilot a little bit until that starts to feel stale and Mm -hmm. then go through the process again. Exactly. And also, you cannot force creativity. I think it's better to suffer and wait Mm -hmm. instead of putting out something that you don't like. And I know that I've said before, like, you know, you should always post. It doesn't matter if it's trash or not. But (laughs) I mean, I'm talking about like, when you're a designer, you're creating a collection, right? Right. Like, I'm not going to just put anything out there. I have to feel inspired. And to your point, going on TikTok has been such a huge inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. Even today when we did our photo shoot, I got the idea from a TikTok that I saw. Yeah. So just be open. Like you can be inspired by anything in life. Like I was inspired by one of my ladies that I played tennis with this morning. She had this vintage sweatshirt on and it said East Carolina. Oh no way. Go pirates. And I'm like, that is so cool. The font, the whole thing. I was like, all right, I'm making that. Like I'm doing something like something. Yeah. Um, so you never know where it can come from and it's okay to not feel inspired and i know like you and i talk about this we talk about it all the time when you feel stuck it feels like the worst thing in the world i remember when we were at milk barn years ago and you were having this meltdown and you were like i just don't know like what am i doing like what's my vibe like what is it and i thought to myself is this guy kidding? He's so cool. He's such a beautiful Instagram. He's such a gr- great photographer, like such a cool style. And you were there having like a fucking meltdown. And I'm like, cause I couldn't, the problem was too. And this I'm sure happens to people all the time. Um, I had planned on some things happening and I had planned my Instagram out around those things that were coming up in my life, the season, all this stuff. Um, it was fall, like, I was really getting settled in Boston. I wanted to make it very New England, very, like, just warm and cozy vibes, all this stuff. And then Chrissy, who I work with and love, um, was the first time we had, like, started a project together. And the project was going to Paris and Dubai to shoot Fashion Week and then, uh, like, a show in Dubai, which I was, like, thrilled about, obviously, However, my pictures, I went and I would just like, we were super busy and I would just snap a picture of me here or there or whatever just to say like, oh, I'm in Paris, I'm doing this, like all that kind of stuff. And I came back, this was right before we went to Milk Barn, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I just went from like New England preppy fall to like fashion forward Paris fashion week like skinny jeans and all this stuff to like literally having a turban on my head (laughs) 
and I got back and we were in upstate New York and I was like, okay, well now I'm back to this and I'm like, none of this stuff is matching, like whatever. But rather than trying to look back at what was there, literally, I can't even remember what sparked it, but same thing, it was like one photo or one filter or one thing I saw and I was like, this is it. Mm -hmm. And I just started going wild and like taking pictures and doing all this stuff. And then I planned out this huge Instagram grid and I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is, this is what I want now. Like, I'm back in the swing of things. But that's why I think it's so great to, again, Do you go, remember what moment, it, like, what sparked that inspiration? Like, what, what was a moment for you? I don't remember the exact moment. I just, I do remember it was like the, like, I knew what I wanted right when I saw it. It was like the editing style and like what I was just going to go for which ended up kind of being like a hybrid because the pictures were very like dark and moody, which kind of correlated in my brain back to the fall aesthetic. But then they blended well with the new pictures that were in there from Paris and Dubai and everything. Mm -hmm. But what's so great about, again, going back to like your marketing calendar and planning ahead is that then I had whatever, 15 posts of like 30 days or whatever worth of posting done yeah so then if the next day i wasn't feeling super inspired or i didn't look my best or i didn't have a good background to take pictures or whatever it was it was okay because i had all this time to build up for the next section yeah um but i think and again like i feel like a lot of this we get like kind of in like a vortex of like the fashion and kind of like design world but I think it relates to everything and I really like to, I tell people this, especially in the interior design world, because I don't think people do this as much there and they should, is like everything should be done like the way fashion does collections for seasons, it's a story. And like you talk about this all the time, like the importance of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And like the story has to have a cohesive like beginning, middle and end. And something that like you can look at a Harry Potter book in the corner of your room and be like, I know exactly what that's all about if I picked it up. Or like I'm in the mood to watch Harry Potter, you know exactly what you're gonna get. And that's what I think is nice for people. Like you can go back in these times, like I think some musicians do it really well. Like Ariana Grande has had, I think, like several very like super iconic and memorable moments in her career with mm -hmm. like sweetener and um, thank you next and all these things that are such specific imagery and Madonna Britney all of them any any of the icons like, any yeah any really. of the icons do and that's where sorry I'm getting off on like a whole tangent now but that's where you cannot be chasing these trends mm -hmm. on social media like it's obviously again it's okay to stay up to date and all that stuff but it's like you every time need to just be thinking about your brand about your audience and the story that you're telling and the story is basically never ending until you're done with the job so it's yeah. like where is the story gonna go and like are you setting this up to keep people's interest around exactly so i don't even know if that makes sense but it's like it's one of those things that i feel like i can like understand in my head but it's hard to verbalize no i totally understand what you're saying because for example, oh, perfect example. Yesterday, one of my friends and I were DMing mm -hmm. and she's she's working with a brand and she creates content for them. And she said they're looking for a new person to help with ads. And I was like, oh, let me see like what the ads look like. 
she sends me what the ads look like. Then I'm like, oh, what's the website? Shows me the website. Mm-hmm. You would think it was two different brands. Yeah. Like, you got to think about cohesiveness and you got to think about, like what you said, keeping your brand identity consistent and not reaching for every single trend that's happening. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about feeling inspired, you can be inspired to create a whole new brand. Yeah. You know, like that's how it happens. Like Ralph Lauren, Ralph Lauren's real name is Ralph Lipschitz. The guy was from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Like he had this, he had this idea. He had this idea in his mind that he wanted to create this reality for himself mm-hmm. that is now Ralph Lauren, right? You know what that brand is. It's, yeah, it's like the American dream for everybody now. Exactly. You know how long he's been around for? Since what, the late 70s, early 80s, something yeah. like that? Has it changed? Mm-hmm. No. And he has different collections he has like purple label then he has like sport and this and that but it's all the same vibe Mm. so that's what i mean when i say you can be inspired to create like a whole brand but like you were talking about storytelling is such a huge thing too and it's okay to take a break because you as a creative me as a creative like we're very sensitive people, obviously, and like <laughs> yeah. we get very overwhelmed. But like when we're inspired, it's amazing. Yeah. Um. And you know when you feel the inspiration, and you want to create content, and you're one person, or you have a friend that can help you. Mm-hmm. Like there's easy ways to create that content, just like we did today. Like, what did we do today? Literally five-minute photo shoot. Five-minute photo shoot. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't think obviously everything you have should be just from an iPhone, but like iPhones have great cameras now. It's easy. It's quick. There's so many editing options. Um, Just be taking pictures and videos like all the time. And even Reels now is offering templates. Like you can pick a song or whatever or a, a trend or something even though you're not supposed to do trends yeah. but pick something and um it'll say like i need a three second video i need a five second video and i need a two second video and it edits it for you so yeah. um but like what we did today so let me just like tell the story yeah, about the how story. it happened so last week i'm on tiktok i see a tiktok and it is from this girl who talks about fashion trends and like what to wear. She's like, she's like, don't wear this, wear that. Like she's very monotone. Uh And she had a TikTok about Halloween. And it was um, Zoe Kravitz had a Halloween costume. And her costume was morning's sock. Mm -hmm. And it was her in a robe with vampire fangs. I was like, holy shit. Sent it to you immediately. Yeah. I was like, let's recreate this. Today is a few days later, whatever. I'm sitting in Windsor's house right now because we just did the photo shoot. Literally in my robe. And we took a bunch of photos in his house in good lighting with the iPhone. And then Windsor edited them. 
But okay, that's something else that I think is important to, to yeah. talk about. So Sasha brought over fangs, but we couldn't get them to work, like real fangs to wear for the thing. Couldn't get them to work. And so I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll just Photoshop them because I'm like a Photoshop whiz. So I was like, no problem. We'll add in teeth. So we like went in and added in the teeth and like they looked fine, but it just like wasn't like we were like, uh, and same thing, like because we were like, we didn't know we mm -hmm. didn't go in thinking this, but because now we were inspired by something and then we're like taking action on it. Where we're like, okay, well now this isn't right. And get, that goes back to like, I know what I don't want. So we were like, well, we need this. How, how, what are we going to do? And then we're like, okay, what if we did like a clip art, like pop, like a pop art mouth of like big lips with fangs with like blood dripping on them. That's like obviously a cartoon overlay and put it right over your mouth instead of trying to make it look real. And I actually, um, I heard somebody say once like anything that you can't hide exaggerated. Oh. So it's like rather than trying to camouflage it in, just like make it stand out as loudly as possible. But that's what we did with this. And it was like we got the clip art mouth and we literally put it on. It looked so cool. Like Sasha slapped a filter on. It looked really cool. And now she, we were just sitting here literally like an hour ago saying, okay, your next five posts, you could do one with the sleep mask and put this cartoon effect over it. And you could do this. And then again, suddenly, like, that's a new chapter in your little story that's something still cohesive for your brand, but it's different and it's fresh and it's new and it's just cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool. And we would have never thought about it mm -hmm. until we actually took action and did the photo shoot and started editing and this and that. So you'll see, like, things will just come to you. Like, you'll end up inspiring yourself. Yeah. It's just a matter of... How do you get out of that rut? And that's when, what you were saying earlier, music, magazines, TikTok, movies even. Literally you know? just anything in Anything the in the world. That's why you just got to live and you can't just sit there eating bonbons on your couch all day long. <laughs> Something else that I think is important to think about is um, another big lesson I learned when I was just starting working. I had, um, through my job, a meeting with the... I think he his title, he was the VP of marketing at Rebecca Minkoff, which is a pretty huge brand. Oh, my God. Yeah, in New York. I felt, like, so cool. I was wearing the stupidest outfit ever <laughs> when I met him, but at the time, <laughs> I was like, this is so cool. What so were like, like, the dumbest, like, pattern pants from Zara that I thought were, like, so chic and iconic, <laughs> and they were just tacky, but he, we were talking to him, and he was like, well, I'll tell you this right now. He was like, Rebecca is the name of our girl, because, like, it's Rebecca Minkoff. And he was like, Rebecca lives in New York. She has a good job, but her job's not her whole life. She likes nice things. She can't afford Louis Vuitton. Like, she still takes the subway sometimes, so she has to be practical. Sometimes she's carrying her laptop to work. Sometimes she's not. A lot of nights during the week, she goes out with friends and drinks. She's a little promiscuous and sleeps around, but she's not a slut. Like, they had this chick down and this is all allegedly in case Rebecca Minkoff is listening right. don't sue me but um <laughs> I mean that's what he said and it was so enlightening because I was sitting there thinking like it's like a tv show character yeah. like yeah. it's such a crisp image and then it brings you into something where you can tell yourself if you can get that person of who is your exact brand identity who's your customer you're marketing to 
if you can get that image, then it's so easy. It's like thinking about a friend. Like when you're out shopping, like, oh, this reminds me of Sasha. Mm -hmm. And then you can start thinking like, okay, what would I, what would I get this person for Christmas? What if I'm going to take a picture or have a picture framed and matted for them for a Christmas present? Like what would the picture be of? palm trees or of the new york city skyline or of a cactus like mm-hmm. or whatever and then just from there you can start building out and building out and building out and i think that that's such a cool way to look at it because i know personally with my own stuff because for my personal like influencing brand or whatever you want to call me it's like my face and me like it's me i'm mm-hmm. involved i'm the the, the face of it And obviously your online presence is not who you are in every day-to-day life. But because of the aspect of vanity, it's very, very hard to remove yourself sometimes. Um, And so if you can't remove yourself, sometimes it's easier to create somebody entirely new Mm -hmm. that you can just base things around. And then it's so much easier to make decisions. Totally. And it's so much easier to stay on track. Yeah. That is so smart, and in the advertising world, in the Facebook world, they call it an, <laughs> they call it an avatar. Yeah, exactly. And so, when you're creating ads, you have to think about that, and you can actually um, create your targeting to reflect your avatar. So, it's that's that was really helpful. I think that's going to help a lot of people. And I mean, not that people need to redevelop their products and stuff, but like. I think, at least for me too, I've always put massive pressure on myself to be like, this has to be the most groundbreaking, chicest thing, whatever. Like, I mean, maybe if that's how you want to live your life, that's great. That's how I kind of like to do because I just think it's fun. But I tell people too, like, look at Lisa Renna and her HSN collection. Mm -hmm. It's those dusters and slacks and big chunky turtlenecks. And she knows that she's selling to overweight moms in the Midwest that are going to get that and be like, oh, I love Lisa Renna. Like, Mm -hmm. I watch her on the thing and this is soft and like, I feel cute in it. And like, she's so fun or whatever. Like, she's not out there marketing the crazy stuff that she wears on the show Mm -hmm. that's like super high fashion and all these things. Like, she's marketing something that to a customer that she has down pat. Oh, yeah. Which is like a 40 to 60 year old woman who watches the show, who is probably casual for most days and making like a casserole or something. And that's her, that's her mojo. It's so true. It's so true. And it works because she's been on HSN or QVC, wherever she's on for so many years. Mm -hmm. I think she's actually fired now, but that was, that's not because of her products. Oh, she got in like a fight with them. She did. Apparently, allegedly, I don't know for sure. I just remember hearing somewhere that something happened and she put on Instagram or tweeted or something, something very negative about them, and I think they dropped her. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. or maybe they she she said something about something that's supposed to stay behind the scenes. I can't remember. This oh. also could be totally made up, and I could be thinking about somebody else. But I'm pretty sure she doesn't <laughs> sell on there anymore. I haven't seen her in a while. Now she has those lip kits. Yeah, which, which are doing well. Which are doing well, but I will tell you that when she launched, I think it was like last year or something Mm -hmm. i wanted to buy one because i really like the color yeah and her website was like not good sorry but it just was not not user friendly and it was crashing i mean granted you have a lot of people on there but like 
be prepared. Yeah. You know, but anyway, yeah. So back to creating your own content. Um, just try because <laughs> I'm telling you, like, you don't have to go to school for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Take out your camera. Or you don't always have to hire somebody. You don't always have to hire someone. Take out your camera. Find good natural light. And get a friend, if you have one, to help you. Or get a tripod. Or get a tripod. Um, I think that a lot of times when you're nervous about it, it's embarrassing. Especially if you're taking pictures of yourself or you're talking. I think it's kind of nice sometimes to be like, nobody's watching this. If I totally mess up, you know, no one's going to see it. So I think that's a good way to look at it sometimes too, is to be like, I'm going to, you know, so my husband's at work or whatever, like I'm going to set my tripod up and I'm just going to do this Yeah. and just see what happens. And I mean, we used to say back in like the, when I was doing like full on photo shoots all the time, mm-hmm. and this is like semi-professional and I say semi because it was like we didn't have professional hair and makeup and all that kind of stuff but like we had wardrobe we usually had like not a set design but we knew exactly where we were going to be going and things like that and generally for one hour we would have one solid picture yeah there's not to say that there weren't other ones that were fine or great or whatever but for like website worthy or things that we were like, that's the picture. Like that's going to be the face of our email campaign, whatever. Usually one hour for one picture. Oh yeah. What was it called before the live option where you would just Burst. like... Burst. Oh, do they still have Yeah, those? it still works. You just hold down. You just oh. hold the camera button down. It'll take like a zillion photos. Okay, so use Burst or Live because when you're moving, when you're in motion, you're going to get a better shot. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like less nervous also um if you have the newer iphone and you can know that by if it has the three cameras on the back do three times zoom back way up and do three times zoom because the three times zoom is a telephoto lens which just means it's like zoomed in but it has the same quality as the one time zoom and what happens in photography so like if i'm taking a picture of you right now sitting on a couch and you're a foot away from the wall and i take it on one time zoom it's gonna show way more of the wall you're gonna look smaller whatever where if i do three time zoom same like for scale your head would be the same size but i back way up and do three time zoom it's gonna pull your background in so the focus is going to be way more around you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So always, always, always. I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and trying to take pictures. And I literally had to be like, for the person taking pictures of me and Ben, I was like, back up, take three times zoom. This is exactly what I want it to look like, like whatever. And it looks so much better. Did you do that today with our shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's why I was backing up so far. Oh, yeah. I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. The one time zoom really has mm. like... It almost warps your photo, like the wide angle, because, like, it's just just do the three times. Zoom. Okay, it's good. I love this. You have such yeah. great tips. Mm-hmm. And then lighting always is just super important. Yeah. So, and I mean, Casey Musgrave sang about it. Golden hour. And also, flash I think is really underrated. Like, you can take a blurry or like a not super great photo with flash in the really dark or something 
and you slap a filter on it and it looks so cool yeah um so and that's where i think just go back like play around with everything and then do your process of elimination mm -hmm. and you'll know if you like it or not yeah i love it so good lady loves it too she's here <sighs> she's here for this podcast she's inspired she's got an instagram you can follow too yes lots of three time zoom pics of her oh lady the little wiener that's good for people to see for examples mm -hmm. yeah yeah um well i hope you feel inspired i know get inspired write us questions yeah um we think i i know i saw this on the list earlier but i want to do like an episode where we run through all the questions that people yeah. ask just like quickly like all different topics yeah so i think maybe next week we'll do that okay that's a it's great on, idea or maybe the next who knows yeah after halloween maybe spooky spooky all well, right everybody thank you so much go get inspired go get a magazine <laughs> yeah go get a magazine from al's yeah okay bye everybody bye lucky land slots asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumbo casino online i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true chumbo casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner